the Million Dollar Mortgage Experience Podcast. All right, welcome to the podcast. Today, we are with a special guest, Joey Roquet. He is a vice president and top producer at Secure Choice Lending. They are a Riverside-based mortgage company, and he's been involved in the mortgage industry since he was 19, so he got in young, been in it over 15 years now, and you worked your way up from mortgage loan assistant all the way to branch manager. You were just saying that like when you started with Secure Choice, it was just two of you. Yes. And then you've, grow, you've grown it to over 120 people now. So yeah. uh, you, you know all the products, the scenarios, you're, doing, you're crushing it right now. That's why we're having you on the podcast, so welcome to the show. Thanks, man. I appreciate it, like greatly. Yeah, Glad no, to be here. this is great because uh, you know we want to hear from our listeners, and not that you're listening to my podcast, but you should. But uh, people like you, maybe who are not necessarily crushing it like you, who want to crush it, yeah. are listening to this podcast and they're trying to find ideas, trying to find ways to enhance their business. We just do this free for for you know for people so that they can get awareness of products and ideas of how to originate. So uh, that's why we wanted to have you on. And thanks, man, I appreciate it. Seriously. Yeah. So tell us more about Secure Choice Secure Lending. Secure Choice Lending. Yeah. Um, so I mean, the, the, the quick like Mark Hostler, he's the broker of record of Secure Choice Lending. Cool. He started it out of his guest room in 2017. Okay. He actually started on the, on the wholesale side as an AE. Okay. Um, so his entire uh, knowledge of the mortgage world was on the wholesale side. Gotcha. Um, started at SunWest, uh, grinded, crushed it. I mean, right out of college, I think he was top five at SunWest, like very quickly, right? Nice. And he quickly realized that a lot of the mortgage brokers in the United States, he was more intelligent and <laughs> just, you know what I mean? Most they, were, more, they weren't willing to put the work in maybe. Right. Like, yeah. Well, and the thing is, is when, you, when you're on the wholesale side, technically you do have more people working for you. Right. Without paying them. Sure. They you need, have like an army of people. Yeah, you have an you army of people, yeah. right? And they want to get their commission checks too. So what are they gonna do? They're gonna make sure they answer their phone call. They make sure they're gonna help you structure. Right. Right, and all this stuff. And, and Mark's sitting there like, and I remember him calling me. Um, I've known Mark since fifth grade. So we actually were rivals, and I'll go into that later. But I've known him since fifth grade. He calls me. He's like, man, like, there's not many brokers out there that are that smart. Like, and the yeah. barrier of entry into the broker world is very minimal. Well, you don't need a college degree. You, you don't, don't need, need to, to have any you yeah. know, major accomplishments. You just need to pass a test. Pass a test and get and going. And then get hired, right? right? Yeah. yeah. And we'll only work create for free for a while. Create a couple of relationships, and you're yeah. done. Like, that's the truth. So Mark was like... Man, I'm gonna I'm past my brokers. I'm gonna just create my own little broker shop. And at the time, he was trading, you know, stocks and crypto. And I mean, it's 2017, so it's a great time to do both. Sure. Right. Going into the next four or five years. Right. Well, you know, fast forward a year and a half. You know, I I had been doing loans since right out of high school. So I played one quarter of college golf. Okay. And. Did in you high wait? Did you literally like in, in the summer of your high school graduation go into loan business? I went into Provident Bank and I was a teller for six months. I was a teller in the beginning too. Yeah, so I was a teller for six months. <laughs> so great. technically, I mean, I started in probably February-ish of 09, right? Okay. That's the truth. But I went straight to Provident Bank, great bank. We were super aggressive underwriting-wise. We there Good was rates. I remember Provident. Rate, yeah. Provident, great yeah, rates, great rates yeah. right? Comp structure was still good, but leaner, right? Because even when you have good rates. You said 09? 09. That's a terrible time to be in the business. It was perfect. What are well, you talking I mean, about? It, no, it's so great I to learned be in to get into the business. I that, learned yeah. the worst of the worst. Right. Right. So you only knew I, that. That's I only knew. knew it. Yeah. Yeah. So and the gentleman that brought me in, John Swerzak, I mean, 
every step of everything I've ever known has been from the foundation. He said, that's the truth. He'd been in the business for 20, 25 years. He taught me that your purchase business was your base salary. Yep. Your refis were your bonus checks. Yep. You never focus on that. Even in 2021, volume was exponential on the refi sure, side, right? Huge. Best I mean, ever, my yeah. purchase business was 52%, wow. which is ridiculous on a, yeah. on a refi 95% when Most people were 80% Correct. refis. Refi. Yeah. So, that, but those are just the little things that I learned from him. And literally, I owe my career and, and maybe another Freeman Sawyer is another big mentor in my life. Those two guys, yep. they paved the way for me. Nice. That's the truth. Shout out to them. Yeah. Cheers to them. Seriously. Yeah. Um, so Johnny took me in, I started as the assistant's assistant. I mean, sometimes I, I vividly remember, and you know, if he's watching this, he'd laugh. I took his kid to a CIF golf match one cool. day. Uh -huh. He was like, Hey, how old was he? His kid, his kid went to Santiago high school, John jr. Um, I believe he was a junior in high school. And you're like, you got to see this, yeah. this golf. And he was like, well, I can't go. You need to drive him there because I can't go. And Jan, his wife, they she had to, they had three other kids, so mm -hmm. she had to take care of the kids. He was at the office. He's like, hey, I need you to bring him to CIF. Yeah. So like that was my job. Like I was literally the. You assistant. were the runner. Yeah, I was yeah. the runner. So that's where I started. But what was cool is I started on the processing side too. So I knew guidelines. That's key, actually. I knew guidelines before I knew how to create relationships. I knew how to structure income deals, all that. So there was a lot of really good. But starting the banking side, move forward and. I was uh, went through a couple spots, NAF, and I was at Skyline Home Loans, which is Freeman Sawyer. That's the gentleman mm -hmm. I just mentioned. I've, I think the I've dude, heard their ads. Skyline. Yeah, Skyline. radio, a lot of radio ads. A lot of radio. Yeah. We we did it, and we had a bunch of value propositions. But at the end of the day, like Free taught me just a bunch of really good business mortgage mindset. Yeah. Okay. Period. Right. And the owner of Skyline was Bill Dallas. He was a member yep. of Blackstone. Yep. And so we eventually got bought out by Finance of America. Finance of America, great company. You know, they had a lot of really good positive right. things, but I just felt like I didn't fit there, right? It was yeah. a little more, a little too, too corporate, trying to get the, get the loans through. It was just, you know, as, a, as an originator, it was a little tough. Yeah, because they probably wanted you to fit in perfectly in these boxes, where it's Correct. like, yeah. Corporate, corporate margins and profit to their investors felt Paramount. more important. Yeah than us closing loans, right? Yep. So I got married um, younger. I was 24. My wife wow. was 25. Yeah, it's young. Um, and this was December of 2018. I, I was contemplating getting out of the mortgage business. Um, I had four or five deals going. Skyline, like I said, just got bought out by FAM. And my, H, my, my onboarding paperwork mm -hmm. took 35 days. Dude. Like, I didn't even know what my email like, was. Do you like, even want me? Yeah. So at the end of the day, I was like, yeah. so I called my buddy Mark. and The one that's in his back is in his basement. or this is in his spare bedroom. Spare bedroom. And the uh, best part is, is the, 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 name was, the name of the street was Fox Hall. Fox Hall. <laughs> Fox Hall. So okay. we'd go over to the Fox Hall. And I'd drop off, like, Lone App or whatever. And I'd be like, hey, man. I, I, I went to him, and I vividly remember it. Because I came from the banking and the, and, and the retail side. Yep. The one thing they teach you is brokers suck. Dude, we don't say that on this podcast, but, but they do say brokers are jokers. Yeah, yeah. brokers suck. Yeah. But that's the they truth, can. Some right? of them, some yeah. of them do, yeah. Well, just mainly, especially then, too. Yeah. Like, now it's... Now they're all great. Now every... every but back then, I'm sure it was different, because that I was mean, when the broker the collapse happened. The thing about any business, right? You're going to have yeah. the good ones and the bad ones. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, they're more good. They're more bad ones than good ones. Correct. Yeah, yeah. 
And so I was like telling Mark, I was like, listen, I got really good relationships with my realtor partners who sent me these deals. What expectation am I going to have to set? You know, do I yeah. need 45 days? Am I going to tell them, hey, it's going to be back and forth and it's going to be a train wreck? What do I tell them? Yeah. Because how I'm, do I set the expectation? Yeah. yeah. And uh, he literally laughed at me. He was like, you're an idiot. And uh, <laughs> he closed uh, every single loan 21 days or less. I got paid double the commission. And that's how Secure Choice Lending truly started. In a that's spare bedroom. Spare bedroom. With way better Fox than Hall, expected results. Riverside, California. Wow. So, and now you guys are 120 plus? Yeah, we have 120 plus uh, employees at the company, including like LOAs and processing But you staff. guys grew this, this was mostly, the, the growth was last year, right? Or like Growth was last year. Or 22. 22. 22. Which, is, which is a tar hard time to grow when yeah. you have high rates and... Yeah. And yeah. Or it could be a good time to grow, I guess, when well, people are falling out of other places and, and you show them away. And, and that's kind of where we had a, me and Mark had a conversation in January of last year and it was... Are we gonna, are we gonna cut, and maintain and survive? Yeah. Or are we thirty-two years old? And are we gonna try to change the game? I guess you could say. Yeah, we're young. We're, we got the energy. Yeah. We got the. And uh, it was cool because there was a lot of people that trusted us, and at the end of the day, that's the most important piece, because, yeah. I mean, you come from Uber success through the companies you built and created, and people. And suffered failures. And suffered failures. Yeah. But people have to believe in you. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. And it's hard to also believe two 32-year-olds, right? Yep. Where Secure Choice Lending technically had been around for three and a half years, right? Yep. January, say, let's just say January of 2019. It's January 2022 is three years. Yep. You're telling me Dude, that. the hardest time. A three-year-old like company. A three-year-old company. <laughs> through the, the pandemic. pandemic with two 32-year-old cats, I don't have a college degree, Yeah. right? The only thing I know is mortgage. Yeah. That's the only thing I know. And grit. You've got some grit. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. <laughs> but, you know, and, and we're grateful and we're thankful because if not, no, we wouldn't be where we're at today. You know, we had a couple really, really long. I, I have people like Karen Virgil. Karen used to be my manager, right? And now yeah. we're partners or team, team members, right? Yeah. And that's what's cool is like, you know, there's a lot of people and you, you, you would never go work for someone that used to be your boss or like, you know, or flip the other flip, way, yeah. right? Yeah, you, you, you were their boss, now yeah. they're your boss. That's not, and we don't it's even not normal. Look, and we right. don't look at it that way either. Right. Culture is the biggest thing at Secure Choice Lending. And I think that's also what helps grow. Yeah. You know, instead of pulling you in and say, hey, no, John, the way you're going to make this deal work is you're going to have to take a pay cut on this deal, but don't worry. At least you won't have to dip in your savings. Maybe you can make your payroll this month. No, instead, Secure Choice Lending was like, no, let's get this deal done and we'll take We'll take a pay cut. Yep. And that's, and that's never been a mortgage mindset ever, right? No. What's been nice is the broker side, it alleviates a lot of our costs. And if you can do, if you're a broker, you can also do borrower paid comp, which then you can take Correct. it. Correct. You cut. can take it yeah. out of the pay cut, right? But our margins are tight. And the only reason why we're allowed to do that or able to do that is because you have other companies that take that pay off of the plate. Yep. Plain and simple. Yep. So, so, I mean, it's been fun. Inter interesting. Uh, observation for me is you know going from two guys in a, in a spare bedroom which is my the my first mortgage company was a retail mortgage shop and I started it with a guy who I trained got in the business he ended up finding someone that could get us like $500 flat fee you know broker fee and right. so we were able to use some you know use that broker's license and start a mortgage company out of my spare bedroom got it and we went from just me and him with a really amazing letter like we had this 
marketing letter that was like the golden ticket, like Charlie, you know, Willy <laughs> yeah, Wonka. Willy Wonka. And, the golden and ticket, baby. It was like the golden letter. I mean, we it literally was it was a pay option arm letter, right? Got it was it. this like low payment. Everyone was like, I want that. That's what I want. And so and it was like two thousand one when we started it. So but but uh the, the thing that, that interests me is that you went from two and then relatively very quick to 120 in a market that's super tough. So yes, you have no college degree. Yes, you're young. So you have energy, you have abilities, you guys have, you know, out of the box thinking, but like, I mean, with the rates like that, most people look at this as like, okay, I think you had also going for you is you had, you started in the mortgage business when it was terrible, mm-hmm. right? So you didn't know, so I think that on the flip side, some people start in this business when it's super easy, low hanging fruit. And so they don't get that grit. It's kind of like, like a, like a, I don't know if you're a wine guy, but like love. Yes. So the best wines are from the, the, the vines that have been through the most, the yep. hard times, right? The hard, the hardships. So thick they, skin. they, right. Thick skin. Thick skin. Yeah. And I, I mean, that's, that's really what makes, I think the success in the future for whether, whether you're doing real estate, mortgage, whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah. Um, but like, Walk me through, like, in say, like, 2022, you know, rates are shooting up every week mm-hmm. or every day, and you guys are bringing on people, and, and your volume is going up. I, I understand So let's that. just let's actually just make it even worse, right, just yeah. for the whole economic standard. We bought a 62,000-square-foot office building in December of 2021. 62,000. 62,000 square feet. Shit. Every single person in the world. Wait, wait, when the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Office is dead, right? Yeah, people don't want to go to work. They want to, they want to work from home remote. So the owner of the building, they they had some other properties. They were they're a big billion dollar flip company out of the East Coast, and they bought this building in 2019, and they were in the middle of demo, right? And mm-hmm. COVID hit in March 2020. They stopped everything, so they had the fifth floor completely completely down to studs. We're talking no HVAC, no electrical, no fire sprinklers, no no nothing. <laughs> wow, cement floors. Jeez. Okay. Fifth floor, half the fourth, half the third, quarter of the first. So we, we have four offices and we're like, and we were, we were growing in 2021, but nothing like 2022. It was like, we went from 2018 members to say 55. And then we relinquished some or some left, mm-hmm. right? Because in the fourth quarter of 2021, it did slow down. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we, yeah. we definitely felt that, right? Right. Um, so we, we ended the year probably with like 48, okay. 45 team members. Right. Um, and that happened. We're in the middle of construction. It took a year to complete. We just got the sign off a week before Christmas this year, this last year. Okay. So it took one year for construction complete. Wow. We have our ops on the third floor now, sales on the fourth floor, all of that going on. But in the midst, we had people calling. And it started with outbound calling, uh, inbound calling, because I made one relationship. I made one relationship and it started from there. Aaron Jimenez from Neo Home Loans. Okay. We had to do a cross call together. Um, We created a great rapport. We'd start bouncing stuff off each other, guideline scenarios, pricing, you know, underwriting issues. and then all of a sudden, me and him were just going to lunch, having fun, right? And then come to find out, Aaron's hanging, Aaron's branch has like three or four guys that I used to, one of them went to high school with, mm-hmm. one of them used to work with. So we start creating more relationships, right? And then eventually, you know, we 
looked at our platform compared to that, their platform, we had a great opportunity to make them more money, mm -hmm. better product, better interest rates. Right. Let's just say same service, right? Because they had really good service and faster turn times. It's like it's all around better. It's a win, right? Yeah. And that is the one domino. They came over. That drastically fell. From there, you know, some other heads got wind. We got uh, some some Corona guys from, you know, Summit Funding. They all great, wanted to come work great for company. Secure. The whole branch left. Yeah. Yep. And it all started from pretty much one conversation. And uh, and it's crazy because all you really need, and if you think about it too, it's just like one extra referral. Buddy, of mine, Matt Pillar, he's like, he taught me at a young age, make one more call on your way home. Just make one more stop. Just one more. Just one more, yeah. right? And isn't there a book, The Power of One? Yeah. Think, right? Think, or The yeah. Power of One yeah. More, whatever, Why not? What, like, whatever it is. And that's the truth. One thing could turn into exponential growth. Mm -hmm. Because if it keeps doubling down, eventually, where's it at? Right? Yeah, you're doing one more than the next And it guy. truly started with just that one. And then I realized, like, I get it if they were making a lateral move. But we have people who've sent us letters or, or notes or Christmas cards that are like, you've changed my life. That's huge. You've made me more money than I've ever made in my entire career. And they've been in the business for 22 years. Jeez. And when it feels you, good, man, because we're not well, saving, you know. No, we're not saving the world. No, but we're, but also we're, we're, we're selling money yeah. and everyone can do the same thing. But when you create something that, that actually you change someone enough to them tell you that. Yeah. Like I've had people tell me that in my life. Like, you know, I've been in this 25 years and of course you'd have know, brought people in the business and people have told me that. Uh -huh. But like when you hear that, it's almost better than the money that you make. It's like hundred percent. It's like, well, and the thing is this, and this is what I keep telling, like everyone's like, well, what's your goal with secure choice signing? My goal with secure choice signing is to make it the best mortgage company in the United States with Mark and with, you know, we're going to need partners. You can't do things alone. You know that yep. you need partners. You need, right. you need partnership. I'm great at a lot of things, yep. but I'm also really bad in certain areas. Right. And to recognize that is huge. Just, you know, that that's, that's the majority of the battles. Like, uh, yeah. okay, I need someone to help with this area. Cause yeah. I suck at it. Yeah. And, but what's cool is like, if you talk to anyone like me and Mark are the ultimate yin and yang, and that's just from like the me and Mark perspective. Yeah. But we have other people at the company, like say Brandon or Levi or Jared, that they bring things to the table yep. that even me and Mark can't or don't have time to because yep. when we're handling certain issues or certain growth aspects, there's only 24 hours in a day, right? Yep. So it's been fun, man, to bring so everyone I gotta on board. I got to dig in deeper on that because it sounds like to me you guys have a great ops. Uh -huh. if you, it could, Phenomenal ops. So, so to do that, you had to hire the right people. Mm -hmm. Do you have like a culture guy, like an, a, like the way you hire? Is it like built around like you know they have to they have to be this type of person or like so or is it just kind of hey, I like you 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 fit in with us or what, what's, what's that secret? What's funny? The secret is it's technically I'm the culture guy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we don't have like a like a coach. Hoorah! You know what I mean like I'm. But you. Do, I walk in in the morning yeah. and the first stop I make is the ops floor. You kind of high I five everybody. Every single, every single person in the morning, I, I tell them good morning. Nice. I ask them how their morning's going. Okay. Can I get you coffee? How are we doing today? What's going on? Servant what can leadership. I help you with? Right? Yep. And Mark tells me all the time because this is that's why we're great, is because he checks me and I check him, or we just help each other. And grow, that's your right? strength. And he's, I'm sure he's is and, he more introverted or no? Oh, he's 100% more. Yeah, yeah. So compared he, to me? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, so it's not his, he wouldn't do that. Like he would just, he's no. got, he's the, is he like kind of no, like, he's, meant, like thinking and he always. He is strategical. Yeah. He is legal. He's counsel. He is, yeah. he's that aspect, right? But you need, you need that yin and yang. Like you yeah. said, yeah. And, but also 
the one thing that he always will never forget, and that's the one thing that I think a lot of mortgage companies lose, is when the people up top stop working for you, mm -hmm. is when you'll never have a successful company from that point on. Yeah, they got to know that you're willing to put in the hours. Correct. You're willing to put in the do to be right beside them and do all that stuff. Yeah, correct. Yeah. And uh, you hear the story about the Mavericks and and uh, the guy's Cuban. Uh, Cuban, yeah. He he, when he bought the Mavericks, I just heard this like yesterday or two days ago. He bought the Mavericks. He um, he in, if, right away he put his desk not in some window corner office. He put his desk right in the center of where everyone else was. So he was like. And he made the calls. Like he was right there making the calls. All the previous, like, oh, you've been doing a Mavericks game. You know, we're, you know, we made some changes. You can come here, and it's going to cost you less than a McDonald's meal. You know, like, and he'd make these calls alongside everybody. I did not hear this. Yeah, and then that's what helped the Mavericks just like blow the whole, up. Yeah, and then he obviously made amazing changes at the stadium right. and all that. But, um, but that's the way. That's the way leaders lead, right? The true leaders lead, like like Alexander the Great was in the thick of it with everybody, yeah. right? It's by like, example. Yeah, by example. Not, right? hey, do as I do, right? Or yeah. do as I say, not as I do. Right. Right? Because people won't be as loyal to you if you do it no. that way, you know, if you're, if you're high and mighty off in your corner office. Especially in the worst mortgage economy in the history of the United right. States. So you attribute your growth to you just being there with your team and just fighting alongside them and saying like, Every day. Like, we're going to crush it. We're going to, uh -huh. Yeah, and finding people that are like-minded. Guidelines, yeah. scenarios, open-door policy, call me whenever you want, call Mark whenever you want. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's no, like, hiring handbook, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, but at the end of the day, like, what's been cool is we have turned loan officers away. Yeah. We really have because culture is king. I don't care who you are. Yeah. You could have a billion-dollar company. And if you have one cancer run through it, it's over. Sucks, right? Yeah, I've been through so, those. Those those are not fun. Yeah, you gotta you gotta fire quick, right? Uh huh. And Hire slow, fire quick. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's ex right. <laughs> yeah. So find the right people, then you don't have to fire. Yeah, slow. and yeah. like uh, you're talking about ops, right? Mm -hmm. So ops. Because um, you have good what ops. Separates, what separates us is most broker shops. The best part is. Uh, a lot of broker shops are like, yeah, we have we have our own operations staff, right? Yep. You know, they're third-party processors that you just pay. And if Megan down the street doesn't want to work for you anymore, Megan she doesn't does. want to work for you anymore. And if she's on vacation. Every single person at Secure Choice Sending is on Secure Choice Sending payroll. Yep. And we treat them like family, right? That's because smart. also, John Swarzak, right, the guy that brought me in, you realize quickly that the people that close your loan are more important than you. Because <laughs> you if you didn't have, like gold, if yeah. you didn't have them... Right. You ain't closing your loan. You can bring in a hundred leads a, a minute. Yeah, that that back end is huge. Huge. It's like, it really it really helps. Huge. Yeah. And so, so going back to like the structure of secure signing, right? Mm -hmm. I came from retail. Mark came from wholesale. We wanted to create the best of both worlds. That's truly we're a hybrid shop. We're not a broker. And you're shop. a lender, right? You're a broker yeah, lender. Yeah, yeah. We have our mini cor we're mini correspondent. Yep. We have our own warehouse line, and so. I thought the great parts of retail were the support staff of marketing, right? Mm -hmm. Most broker shops don't have a marketing department. No, there's like get you your can, own. You, you can go pay, yeah, someone down the street. Fish on your own pond. Right? Yeah. Go on Etsy, right? Right, right. No. So we have full-time videography, photography, marketing director, real estate market. She came from the real, a real estate team, over 10 years experience. So, I mean, what does that help? Our real estate partner. She speaks the language. Yeah, Perfectly. She knows. Right? She knows legal. She's, when, a, she's when got you, the mind of a realtor, so she knows correct. what they want to see, what they want to hear. Right. Yeah. 
So that's, all what the, that's what's helped us as a wholesale lender is that I have 20-something years plus of being a broker, mortgage broker experience. Yeah. And when we started wholesale, we kind of did the opposite. It was like we wanted to start out by saying, what are wholesale lenders doing wrong? And how, to, what, how can we make it more appealing to brokers? Yeah. And, and I'm like, I was the broker for the longest time, and this, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks. So we changed it up, right? That's, and that's, and I think that's, and that's what's what, helped fund loans, yeah. And that's what's cool yeah. is because you guys have created something special. Yeah. And you guys are obviously not as in the infant stages that we are, right? But, you know, when, I, when I'm like, hey, Mark, I think these three things from retail were phenomenal. And he's yeah. like, well, these three or four things from the wholesale side were phenomenal. Yeah. And we were able to join the two. Mm-hmm. And it's always a work in progress. Like even now, we're always tweaking things. Yep. You know, because innovate or die, right? If you're right. not always trying to get better, you have to. someone else is. Always. So yeah. they're going to outwork you. I'll thank you. Just so that's just been like the things we've been really working on is what retail aspects are phenomenal, what wholesale aspects are phenomenal, and how do we mesh them perfectly without getting, because what's the one, in my opinion, I, I call it a fault, but what's the one fault of the retail model? They get, it's a little too fat, right? Mm-hmm. The middle management, extra oh, yeah. people that don't originate, they don't bring profit to the business, but mm-hmm. yet they cost the business a bunch of money. Those guys can't be there. Right. Right if you're gonna supply the rates that we supply. Yeah, we can supply half to 1% higher rates. Sure. But at that point, RLOs suffer. Yeah. Right, where's the fine line of the people that bring you money? And what value are they bringing, really? Correct. So back in the day when you had like, uh, you know, I remember everyone, you remember the ACO files? Yeah. Like the, you know. Yeah. That's my first job. I learned how to ACO the file, the paper. Right. (laughs) To DU 1003 credit report. I remember the whole thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. What was the thing that you'd take and you'd drop the drop of, you'd, you'd, the broker, I got it. Oh, yeah. It was the box that you put it in. What was it called? It was the something box. Uh, yeah, I, I want to call it the app box, but I mean, it yeah, was I think in essence. Yeah, did away with it in like 2012. But yeah. It was, it was, no, it was like a, anyway. It was going. in essence the package. Yeah, you'd, you'd stick yeah. it in the, in the drop box and it would, it would yeah. but it was a physical box and then it would de- deliver to them the next day. And you'd pray you got your underwriting approval right. and they looked at it yep. correctly the way you did. Right. Because there wasn't too much communication. Yep. But like back then I got it. Like that made sense because... We also had a guideline book yep. quarterly, came out, Fannie Freddie, FHA, VA, you know, we'd get it and you'd go page 175, let me look it. up variable yeah. income, right? Mm-hmm. So I get that. That's why you needed the non-producing manager, the, non, the non-producing like regional manager. Sure. All those people that help support staff, right? Right. You don't need that anymore. I yeah. go on my phone right now and type Fannie Mae variable pay income guideline and I have my guideline right yeah. there. That right there saved every mortgage company 25% profit margin. Yeah, you have to, to hire those people. Correct. Yeah. And at the end and of the day... trust them, because sometimes they're wrong. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Well, also, you know, you have other overlays and stuff sure. like that. So you need to know yeah, each yeah. investor's stuff. But I'm just saying, like, the that side of things, I think if you haven't adapted... True. ...to the technology age of mortgage, mm-hmm. then you're behind the times. Mm-hmm. And I think truly that's that's been the biggest... Uh, growth aspect of what we've been able to do is because we were lucky enough to create this during the technology side of things. Sure. I was lucky enough to be in the retail side. Mark was lucky enough to be in the wholesale side. Mm-hmm. And we took the shining shining moments of each because neither model is like blanket dead. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Everything yeah. has its worth, right? Yeah. But hopefully we found the 
the, the perfect of both, which we'll never find the perfect because we'll always be working on to getting it better. True, so, you got to keep making it yeah. better, right? So just talk product. You um, clearly have a lot of product, uh -huh. right? You have um, non-QM. Mm -hmm. um, with you guys. With us and I'm sure others. But um, like, what, what has been like a hot product for you guys this last year? Hot product. Um, bank statement has been big on the non-QM side. Yep. Uh, like and, and that's a great product for referrals. So, like, if you want to go out and get a lot of referrals, the bank, bank statement's the best product because, mm -hmm. right? Because like the banks don't offer it, so you can go None of them offer all day long. Like, if I was starting out scratch, didn't know anything, but I I knew my guidelines or knew knew how to talk to people. Mm -hmm. Even if I didn't, I, I'd start going to the banks, asking them for referrals. Yeah, on because all their they turndowns. can't close. They can't close any them. of the loans. Right. So it's free money from the turndowns. Yeah, that's the truth. And right. You can't pay them. It's against the law. So <laughs> exactly. You're not going to cut into your, <laughs> exactly. your pay. But also, and they're, they're happy still a customer pat, of the bank, right? Yeah, and they're pat, and you're not you're not a depository, so you're not mm -hmm. going to take their customer away, right. which maybe like a First Republic could do, right? Right, because they're a little bit more out of the box than a B of A or a City or whatever. Yeah. But like, I mean, the bank statement products. So keep going, bank statements. Yes. Yeah. So bank statement on, on the non-QM side is huge. Yeah. Uh, DSCR. Yep. Which is the debt service coverage, service coverage. Right. Um, that was drastic as well because what was the one thing that really kind of hindered people in the last year was, well, they did take the PPP loans and all the other stuff, and right. they probably wrote off things that were really weren't there. Sure. Probably. Yeah, and they didn't have a lot of taxes. So they yeah, so they were like, hey, down. but I do want to get my Airbnb. Yep. I have the down payment. Yep. As long as the payment is washed out by my rents. And they all have good credit. Everyone has good credit right now. What is, I remember for some reason when I first got this business, everyone had bad credit. Well, I was at sub, I was working at a subprime, subprime lender, yeah. but everyone had shitty credit. In, it was like, in 2009, when I started, it wasn't so good. <laughs> yeah. It was like all these 560, you know, 610, 586. And now it's like, I haven't even seen it. I, where are they? Like, where are the people with the shitty credit? I don't, I mean, they're out there, I'm sure, but there, I don't, there just are, don't see yeah, them. Yeah, there are, but it's far and few between. I mean, and that's probably just, Think about it. The amount of we've had good times. Amount of cash we've been flexing yeah. into everything, you know, it people helps. People kind of learned about credit. Like when I got in the business, probably people didn't. Need, yeah. What I have a credit report? Like yeah. Know. What is credit? Yeah, because you'd have to. It was like a fax simile that would come through, and it was Equifax. <laughs> and it was like, but um, yeah. Now I think people have probably been more educated. Like, yeah. It's like some of more. the some of the apps out there, like what credit karma. Credit karma. Like that stuff. Every right? single bank in the world. Right. I mean, I log on to Wells and there's my credit score. Yeah. I mean, every, you know what I mean? It's, so people are more, it's aware, more, it's more and, aware and they're cognizant about it. And they yeah. want to like, they want to keep it good. The one thing yeah. though, that I can't stand about misinformation about credit is people are like, I don't want to pull my credit because I don't want my score to drop. And I'm like, that is the biggest lie, yeah. lie in the history of the world. <laughs> and that loan officer that told you that? Yeah. Good for is, him. <laughs> is scared that you're going to go shop him. Right. That's right, what's right. going to happen. That's exactly That's what it. I, yeah. Like, Hey, don't go anywhere else because your score might drop. And then you might not qualify. Yeah. And if you don't qualify, it's because you're quarter higher in interest rate. No, actually, it's because that guy's scared you. He's going to lose your business because he is a half higher in rate. And you're going to get a half, yeah. half lower yeah, yeah. with someone else. It's That's the one thing. And I actually just talked to a buddy of mine, uh, Robert Wetzel. It He's used to. At, at one point, if you if you shopped too many times and then they changed it, like if it's within the same industry, it doesn't hurt your credit. Yes. But I remember back in, back the, in day, the day, yeah. it would affect your credit that score. That was one of the good things. And I'm not a big believer in big like any yeah. government intervention. Like I think it's just sure. bullshit, right? But that was one thing that when the CFPB and all the rules came about with lending yeah. and back and practice, it was a good thing. It was a good we'll give thing. Them that. You know why? Cause it allows the good guys to win. Right. And it allows the consumer to win. Right. If you started with the guy that's selling say seven on a regular deal, right? Yeah. 
and and down the street six, but now your credit score is going to drop twenty five points. Yeah, that wasn't that's not fair, fair for the consumer. Right? Yeah, but now you have what thirty? I think it's four. Is it thirty days or sixty days? Within a time period, you can yeah. pull it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think th it's thirty. I think it's thirty yeah. days, right? So every, you can shop literally hundred mortgage companies within thirty days, and that I think that was a good thing that they. Yeah. And it doesn't fit, change your score at all. Right. That was completely off tangent, but. <laughs> That's good to know, though. Yeah. Like I, I, yeah. That's old, old information. It's, it's old information. Yeah. You know, and it, but it's, people, people still think that. That's it's like the old wives' tales. You know, it's like the, yeah. You know, when you're getting the sex of the baby. You know, it's like, oh, put it on your hair, and and, and then you'll know it's a, a girl. It's a girl. <laughs> like, no, that's it's just luck. Yeah. But because <laughs> one person was right one time. One time <laughs> is it was gold. After Everyone that. thought, yep. For now on, this is my wife. We're, we're pregnant with our fourth son right now. Oh wow! Congrats. And uh, thanks, man. And uh, you're building a team. Yeah, well, four for four, like and I had to talk her into the fourth. I wanted a girl. didn't happen. But um, we're done now. But every single time, like all the old wives tell us, everyone's been wrong. Gosh, I believe it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Hey, your credit score is going to drop 75 points if you rerun credit. Yep. Not true. And that's um, the thing about salespeople. You know, unfortunately, we have the, the honest ones, and then you got the ones that are really good at, mm -hmm. like, kind of making gray areas sound real bright, and then... Got the ones that just flat out lie, and then when the flat out liars lie, then you're like, how can I even compete with this guy because well, they're just lying? And it makes us look bad. Yeah, and then because we're all lumped in. Yeah, you know what I mean. I remember when I, uh, so I grew up golfing, right? Mm -hmm. Canyon Crest Country Club, right down the street from my house. Super cool family club. It wasn't like very crazy, like like it wasn't the like normal, super rich, the normal but it was, country club. You know what yeah, I mean, and. Uh, I remember getting into the business and I'd hear some other guys talking, members-wise. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, you're a lone guy? Oh, <laughs> scum. You guys are you the know, bottom of the barrel. POS, yeah, I mean, like, yeah. and I'm like, I guess some guys are, but it just depends on who you are, right? Yep. You can be anything and, you know, you can change the mold on that. So talk, tell me what you like and dislike about non-QM. I mean, I know... Um, what I like about non-QM? Yeah, what do you, I mean, clearly you like the bank statements and DSCR, but like... You know, obviously out of the box kind of lending. It's it's nice to have as a tool. I, I clearly set expectation. Yeah. Because being where I'm at, everyone calls me for every scenario, right? Yep. If it's a little out of the box, a little quirky, they're calling me or Mark. Yep. Are you talking and about like realtors or just no, full, full partners? All, all of our loan officers. Oh, your, L your in internal. Yeah, LLs, inter yeah, and other people like from other places too. Hey, we can't get this done. Can you help us? Mm -hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. The first thing that comes out of my mouth is, listen, you set the expectation correctly. Yeah. I had to do a cross-qual. Do you know what a cross-qual yeah. is? So, yeah, yeah. We, which is something you have to do in this business. Yeah. Yeah, especially right now, right? Because right. loan officers are throwing everything against the wall. Right. So I get the phone call from the other loan officer that's submitting the offer on my buddy's listing. And, and I'm like, hey, they're doing a 9QM P&L, P&L only. Yep. She's like, yeah, we can close in 21 days. And I was like, listen, I was like, it's non-QM. I don't give a shit if you've got it already pre-underwritten. Yep. I was like, you never set that expectation. Just l letting you know. Yeah, yeah. Let's say 45 days. That part goes back to the lying. Like the, Correct. You're going to get the deal because you said 21 days, then you're in too, you're in too long. Yes. And you're like, oh, we got t 10 more days. So I tell leave. everyone up front, 45 days or better. Yeah. Okay? Because if we close earlier, guess what? We succeeded. You won, yeah. Yeah. But if not, we met expectation. So I told her, I said, listen, I said, that's all great. You did your whatever. And she had this big hoorah package. I was like, that's cool. I said, but let's talk about, you know, the P&L. I said, is it audited? Did sure. you self-prepare it? What's going on? Because yep. that also can cause issues. Did the bank statements match? Yeah. You know, you need some CPA, stuff, right? CPA, yeah. certification. She's like, well, I have, you know, I, I did my due diligence. I was like, okay, great. 
So I called my agent. I'm like, listen. I said, red flag. I said, you guys, you, there was only offers 1.3 million, right? Yep. Which is pretty much the prime of what non-QM is right now. Sure. Jet you know, stuff, because yeah. a lot of the big self-employed guys and gals, they don't want to pay taxes in California at 58%, 52% in the highest tax bracket. I think that's part of being, the, the benefit of being self-employed is you can, you can do your, your bottom line. Correct. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you still can make the money that actually warrants, yeah, you can warrants a, a house and, yeah, yeah. of that nature. Because you can't afford it. You just sometimes choose to leave your business, money in your business and stuff like that. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So I called my boy Oscar um, and I'm like, hey, I said, you'll close this loan. I know you will, but don't expect 21 days. Just set the expectation to your sellers. Plan on 45. So we'll see how that one goes. And I guarantee you, I know it'll be 45 to 55 days. Right. It's not with you guys. I forget who it <laughs> I was. mean, we're faster right now than that. Oh, but... way faster yeah, yeah. than that. But the questions that she couldn't answer, I knew she wasn't closing it that fast. Yeah. Um, but the one thing that I tell everyone is set the expectation is what I was getting at. Yeah. My loan officers called like, hey, bank statement, 12 months, 24 months, right? Uh, yep. DSCR, what kind of ratios we're looking at. Just set the expectation up front. Because no one just wants to, no one just wants to be not lied to. That's all it is. Tell the truth. Yeah, and if it, you know what I mean. And then once you have that, if you're set, honest, people people sense the honesty. And then, but too. once you once you have that set, then you say, hey. And besides that, you wouldn't be getting this deal done unless it was for fund loans, right? Because Fannie way Fannie wouldn't touch it, Freddie wouldn't touch it, VA wouldn't touch it, FHA wouldn't touch it, right? Yeah. So well, what's the other option? Yeah. Someone right. that just is going to get hope that you get in with Fanny or something. Pray to God. Yeah. Right. That's not a good strategy. No. So set the expectation of what's truly going to happen. Yeah. But also remind them the reason why your paychecks still come in is because we have avenues like fund loans to back us. Yep. Right. Yeah. And so that's the one. The one thing I love about it is you have you have more of a, a creative solution. Yep. Right. Instead yep. of just your typical box you fit or you don't. Yep. You can't move that box. That box is here. Yep. It's not moving. Right. But in your guys' world, we can get on the phone. We can talk to underwriting. If it makes sense, right? If it makes sense. Yeah. Well, yeah. And you look at it and you go like, well, this guy clearly doesn't make the money or, you know, all of his deposits are PPP and they're, yeah. they're like, they're transfers. And so, you know, mm-hmm. like you really know if someone can afford it or not, you know? Yep. And if there's a story behind it and you can make sense. And, and we, the thing that, the, the reason why I wanted to start a company like this is because I remember there was one scenario that stands out, I'll never forget. It was a guy that had like, I think he had like a million bucks cash sitting in the bank. Mm-hmm. And he was, I think he was a veteran. And his house was, it was like a 40 LTV. Mm-hmm. The guy had a million in like an IRA. He had probably like, I don't know, 18 months reserves and just cash. And this guy, uh, I was trying to get him a loan and his DTI was so high, but I'm like. You just couldn't get it. I was like, I'm like, because of the ATR rule, right? Like, yeah. And, and but I was like, but he could take the million bucks and just dip, like every month could make his make mortgage payment for the next twenty years, literally for the rest of his yeah, life. Like, like, yeah. like, what are you telling me? He can't. He doesn't have the ability to repay this loan. Yeah. And the underwriter's like, yeah, just we just can't. We can't do it. I'm like, this is this is this is wrong. And I just was like, I have to start a company. Yeah. I have to figure a way to do this. And well, then now we have the uh, the asset depletion. I was gonna say the asset yeah, depletion is huge. It's huge because even Fannie Freddie's rule isn't that right. You know what I mean? Fannie Freddie, you have to have it in there for at least 24 months. You, you got to start pulling it out, pulling taking it out, the money. You're like, that doesn't... Yeah, at yeah. that point. You might as well not even have... You just pay cash. Yeah. Seriously, pay cash for the house. Right. right? But a lot of people don't want to because it'd be nice to have that. Maybe they want to go scoop up a rental property or two or maybe yeah. they 
I mean, have a money, have money in the bank. Have money in the bank to go on vacation. It's a weird thing, right? People you want to be relax. house poor. Yeah. yeah. So no, hundred uh, percent. That's the one thing I like. The the tough thing, but you guys know, like we've had this discussion hundred percent. Is you know, it's it's the guidelines aren't like the typical guidelines. They're a little it's hard more, to know them. Yeah. They're a little more temperature based. Is yeah. is what I mean? You know what I mean? Sure. And so unless you're a seasoned loan officer, or you once again experience, yeah, understand what you're getting into. Yep. You're not gonna like. Oh, but it but it says this. Uh, yeah, but also like keep reading. Yeah. There's a couple yeah. points that you like missed. Like keep going, yeah. right? Yeah. You just you just don't do the first calc. You got to make sure there's sustainability and you know. And then there's right. underwriter discretion. Underwriter discretion is key because, like you said, hey, there's a deposit. Well, but I counted that in my deposits. Like, well, like you, PPP loan. Yeah. How many of those have we seen in the last? Or oh, that was from that was your birthday gift from grandma. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> One time thing. Right? One time. Uh, yeah. Back that out. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when you have rookie loan officers or just the ones that came in during the high tide, mm-hmm. that it was low hanging fruit and it was easy, yep. and they didn't fully understand the product that they were selling, that's when non-QM gets a bad rap. Yep. It's kind of just like say anything in the retail side with certain things and anything on the, uh, anything on the wholesale side. You know what I mean? Yep. Every Everything, like I said, has great. And also everything gets a little bad rap here and there. Cause yeah. We're also dealing with hundreds of thousands of dollars from people's and people's livelihoods. Right. right. Oh, it's a big deal. Yeah, it's emotional. It's very emotional. Yeah. So what do you tell these people who are used to the low-hanging fruit? They're used to this easy, easy way of doing loans. What do you tell them when you're like, look, there's business out there. It's, it's non-QM business. What do you tell them? Like, how do they overcome this, like, this mentality they've been used to and I, easy? I think it's... Can you, can you help them or no? Yeah. I think it's as simple as get back to the basics. Yeah. The reason why is because, you know, I left my phone outside, but like, I can just sit here and text you like, hey man, hope you're doing well. Hit me up later. How easy is it for you to ignore that text? Easy. If I walk in your office. Right. Shake your hand. You can't ignore that. Bring you a bottle of tequila. See, now you're pulling, this is like the old school AE mentality yeah, but, but, which is probably where your your other but that's where i learned partner yeah yeah that's where i learned but but people and everyone's like oh that's old-fashioned the technology i love technology to replace non-existent things that we need anymore right right, right. human to human interaction is not ever going away right you want a robot coming in here and shaking your hand <laughs> depends on uh, what uh, yeah 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 <laughs> right no i mean but I, you know I, what i mean yeah you can't like, you but, can't this that that will never go away. Right. We are who we are. Me and Mark talk about this all the time. There will be a point where underwriting, processing, Automation. docs, funding will all be automated right. or very automated yep. with a very hum- li- 10% limited human, limited touch. human, yep. right, human touch. Yep. The one thing that will never get replaced is a loan officer. I firmly believe that. The reason yeah. why is... If you're a first-time home buyer, a second-time home buyer, or a ten-time home buyer, it doesn't matter. You're gonna want to know why am I gonna do this product? What is the reason why you, as a professional, is putting me in this circle instead of this circle? Yep. Why do you think I should pay mortgage insurance at ten percent down and not put twenty percent down and keep the other ten percent in the bank? Is it like an improving market? Is it a decreasing market? What's what mm-hmm. are the reasons that the human mind the expert that has done this, what are those reasons? Oh, they're going to try, though. AI is going to try. They're going to try, but they'll never replace it. I don't give a shit. They're going to try. They're going to probably get it 
30, 40% right. Yeah, so and, then and they, they're always going to need this. They're going to crumble. Yeah, it's going to it's gonna be like only 40, 30, 40% will get through. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to need that broker for mm-hmm. a lot, lot longer. You know, it's going to be like, I think they're going to try to first be like, Alexa, get me a mortgage. Correct. Right? And then they're Correct. like, oh, we have your locker here. Would you, would you, we have authorization to open your, your financial locker. Yeah. Yes. Give me your Alexa, security code. Open it up. What's your security? <laughs> four, 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 two, whatever. Yeah. And then they're going to open it up. Okay. You're approved for a whatever rate, right? And we can close in 10 days. And then, and then, oh, sorry. Why didn't I get the loan? Because something popped right. up, right? Right. But um, they're, I know they're trying. They're trying. They are trying. And, but in our world, like I said, I mean, it's already getting more simplistic that way. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. it, it just... They, from I mean, when I started, from when I started, the, the non-producing branch manager, the regional, the vice president of the division, the region, whatever you want to call it, they're not needed anymore. They yeah. were needed then. Right. They needed to report back to corporate to make sure that they were aware of what was going on in these branches under their hubs. Right. You don't need to do that anymore. We hop no. on a Zoom call. Zoom, cameras, everything, right. data, KPIs. Yeah. So that's the one thing that I think will eventually take over the mortgage side. We're still going to need... The one thing that I always say and what gets a lot of loans through is the ORs. OR is the best word in mortgage. OR, tell me why. I need a pay stub or a W-2. I need this or that. When Is that even a thing? Can you do that? 100%. Like, I, I don't do any Fannie Freddie. So, so, so like, legitimately, like, so your DURLP will come out and say, hey, I need a, I need a pay stub, most recent pay stub. Is, so Fannie will kick this out like on a, on a DU? Oh, yeah. It'll it say says, you only need this or that? I need a pay stub or wow. a verification of employment. Interesting. And if you truly have an investor that has no overlays, um, this is the they'll, they'll John, take get it. this. I'm not shitting you. This is God honest <laughs> truth. Wow. In 2021, I probably closed 30 to 40 loans with three items. Driver's I license. I wonder my buddy. My, so I have a buddy. He's my tequila partner. Mm-hmm. He closed like 50, 45, 40, 48 loans in one month without uh-huh. a processor, just yeah. by himself. All probably fanny refis, uh-huh. right? Like how the hell did you do this? Because uh-huh. my last you know retail experience has been like, gosh, probably like before '08, right? So I oh, would, so so with this like streamline with these like, if I, now that I know that you could do that, yes, like wow, yes, three three conditions, three conditions. No wonder submitted driver's so lazy license. And they don't like driver's don't license. Like why? Care. Right? Yeah. Identification. Got to make sure you are insurance. You got to make sure the property is insured. Right. And, appraisal or no? Uh, well, most of the time we were getting appraisal waivers. Right in twenty equity twenty twenty one. I mean, it was yeah. equity peak of the history of the United States. Right, the uh, the only other thing would be a VOI through the work number, because Jeez. that's satisfied. Because also on the work number it says if you're employed or not. I wouldn't even have to do a verification of employment Jeez. at funding. Wouldn't have to do it because it was good for ten days. And if I had driver's license, the insurance, the VOI done, I was CTC in one day, clear to close <laughs> in one day. My VO, my verbal VOE was good for ten days. CD wow. on day what, four or five, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Docs by day eight, funding, you're good. Damn. But that's true, Fannie Freddie guy. Yeah, that's that's. I'd never had that either at at at, at Provident, at New American, at Skyline. That's just a no at, overlay. Fannie. That is a no yeah. overlay Fannie Freddie loan. But yeah. also, you can only do that if your base pay. You're not using overtime. Sure, you're not you know, self-employed. Right. So yeah, there's, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, that's not like it's cake everywhere, yeah. right? But if you find those. Buyers and those borrowers. Correct, and there like, are they are out there. Yeah. But that's the only time, personally, I think those are the people that will replace LOs. Yeah, is I'm going to refi. I'm going to lower my payment. Click a button. Click a button. They I'm can done. Pull their credit and all cool. that. Cool. Yeah. And at that point, 
you know, it is what it is. That's transactional. Yeah. They're just going to, the ones that are going to stand out are the experts that have really correct. understand where to put How somebody. to make it yeah. work. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's the crazy part, right? Yeah. Well, give me like a success story where like a non-QM loan saved the day. Non-QM loan saved the day uh, 90 days ago. Um, it was the asset depletion. Uh, we had a borrower. She inherited money. Lucky. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and if you think about it, you know, it's not yellow, really Yellowstone? lucky. Yellowstone? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like legit? Yeah, oh, I love that Property show. in Yellowstone. Yeah. Oh, sick. Mineral Montana's right. awesome. Mi- is mineral, it, mineral was it uh, Wyoming or Montana? It was in uh, Wyoming. Okay. Mineral, mineral rights. Wow. Yeah. So, like way back from her ancestors, probably, or her grandfather. Like like, it was like a family great, property. Great, great grandparents. Yeah. They, they suffered the a lot to get to that. Down the line. I said lucky earlier. I take it back because, you know, the ancestors, oh, a more lucky. But, like, you know, for her to be born there took a lot, right? Yeah. Them to travel across the country. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, I mean, they sell, like, in essence, to, like, the BPs of the world. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but if they even exist anymore. But Save the day with the yeah. showing, so, like, acid depletion. Well, she just got her um, royalties going. But Fannie Freddie, royalties are different, right? Mm-hmm. So you got to have history. You got to have tax returns, all the BS. Did she complain about the rate? We don't have that anymore. No, because at the end of the day, it was either that or private money at, what, 14.5%? Right, with a like balloon and Correct. got to pay more points then. And 12-month balloon. Yeah. Problem is we can't do a 12-month balloon because we need yeah. Yeah, we need two-year history yeah. to get those royalties. Or It was, an, it was a trust. Anew- it was convoluted as can be. Yeah. It was through a trust annuity money it was crazy so we need two years tax returns no matter what it doesn't matter yeah and a 12-month balloon wouldn't work right so that's one that saved the day i love not and <laughs> and what's even crazier yeah. is we just had one that no one else would do too it was uh just the simple dscr but a lot of people are capping at uh the ratio of like point what it, what's the worst one is it 1.15 or is it 1.25 that's like the worst side yeah because non-qm had a big crunch or no ratio yeah yeah right right well um we were at a 0.85 and it allowed us to get the deal done oh wait wait i think i think it's, I'm you know what i'm saying yeah, so, yeah. It's so 0.85 one, is right? correct we won because one. i think it was 1.15 is what we we're allowed to go to yeah or one like people do we'll, one. we'll do one uh but under one usually you go no ratio got it so but the rate that's Jumps up, yeah. Jumps drastically right. higher. So we didn't have to have the rate jump. And that 1%, they were like, well, at that point, why would we buy the property? Yeah. So it was out in Scottsdale. And you know how that market, it's hot for nine months. Like yeah. hot as in money-wise. Right. But the three months are in the summer. Not too many people are really kicking too, it out Nobody there. wants to be the in snowbirds, Scottsdale dude, in the, the summer. the snowbirds love it. They do, like Canadians, right? Yeah, yeah like, they come down. like the other, the the other nine months. But jeez, <laughs> yeah. So no, non-QM has done it. It's done a wonder for us. I mean, I think me and Mark looked at it. Twelve and a half percent of our uh, twenty twenty two volume was non QM. That's how much? Twelve and a half percent. Gotta get that up. Well, I mean, that's drastic compared to the one percent that it was <laughs> in twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah. Well, because I mean, probably had that. so much good business with the rates low. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But, but I think this this year, you know, it could be higher. I mean, you we can get higher. This twenty twenty three. Yeah, yeah. I expect it to be twenty yeah, percent. Seriously, twenty yeah. percent of our business. Let's get let's get to twenty five. Twenty five. <laughs> Hey, I'll help you. I'll help you get there. That's all I gotta say. Awesome. Well, like I love hearing your story, the grit, the all the ideas. Just you know, 
the confidence that you you know just you have you have a good thing going on. So I just want to congratulate you Thanks, on that. Man. You know, I, this is the first time we've met. You know, I know you send business to my company, so I appreciate the business. You know, we're not here to promote you know my business. You know, really, you know, I want to obviously shout your business out, but um, you know, we're here to just give tips to our to our listeners and. You know, like give them hope. Like yeah. uh, this to me is hopeful hey, because there's this, a lot of there's a lot of doom and gloom out there. Well, and this is the thing, John. I firmly believe this year is going to be the turning point of what we see. Yeah. Every recession, we're the early indicator. We're the leading indicator of a recession. Yeah. Housing, yeah. Housing is always, and we felt this in quarter quarter four of 2021. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We've so been pivot. in this for 15 months. Yeah. I got buddies who are in commercial that are like, oh man, we're now feeling it. What's yeah. the last indicator of a recession? Yeah, commercial. commercial. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, that means we're full circle. We're now here, mm-hmm. and we are now going to come out of it. Yep. Plain and simple. Yep. So your I'd, prediction is no real recession twenty three, or you think it'll bounce back? Uh, resident, uh, residential. Yeah. Will not feel a you recession. Think we're, we think we're through it. And I mean, think we are through. It's on it, yes. commercial. And Commercial's commercial, got to settle out. Yeah, they'll settle out. Banking's got to get money again. You know what really saved us is the freaking builders did something good. They didn't go out and build. Too many Way single too family many homes instead. They didn't do like that. Last time. They built a bunch of apartments. Mm-hmm. That was where their focus was, which was smart because mm-hmm. there is obviously a big focus on you know multifamily and like Huge. people want to people have to rent. Well, right? that and we all know the cost of building. Yeah, you can't build a single family. You can't. You need multifamily, or you're not even be profitable. Right. right? So it did kind of work in our way, incidentally. I and would say. these everyone that has a low rate mortgage, which I would say you know I'm guessing, but like. Seventy percent of homeowners took advantage of low rate fixed low rates. Yeah, seventy percent. You know, uh, maybe more. Hopefully more. Um, and they're in these, they're sitting on these really nice low rate thirty year fixed mm-hmm. that that are you know why would you ever give that up? One reason. What's the one thing that we are at an all time high? Equity. Mm. What else? Consumer debt. Which is why I like the second. Correct. And then what <laughs> happens when you have a second? You got to consolidate. You have a blended first and second ratio. Right. So say your second's at seven and a half because prime rate's now up. Yep. You have a blended rate at seven and a half, say for a hundred grand. You have a four hundred thousand dollar first at two nine nine. That's twenty percent. That's forty percent. You're probably now at a three nine nine blended. Yep. Right? So then when the dip. So when we're at four and a half to four nine nine interest rates, everyone's like, "That's not bad. My payment goes up thirty five dollars, but instead of paying interest only on my second, mm-hmm. now I'm paying principal." Yep. That's the first thing that always and not happens. Not having all these payments, I just want one, one payment. payment. Pay off the credit cards. This is—it's like history repeating itself. I remember when what I got in the Wait, business. Is that true? Yeah, I guess it, it's true, right? <laughs> it happens. Um, I'm telling you. One one of the rat the best things that I I remember in this business is is I remember I got in the business in like '97. I was selling ten and three quarters firsts with six points, and seconds like. 90 LTV seconds that like 1499 with eight points or 10 points, like Jeez a lot of points. Louise. Right. And I remember like just, you know, I was, get, I, I was, that's how I got introduced to the mortgage business. Yeah. And I was like, this is amazing. I'm making yeah. commissions. And then, uh, the next thing was, so then we would, we do this. We, we've never sell rate. You couldn't sell rate, right? No. You have to basically do hey, this. I got a 13%. This, that's not selling. No, you just sell payment. payment and yeah. you list their debts and you'd list, you know, you know, the new payment and then it always save them 500 bucks a month, thousand, mm-hmm. whatever. And they were stoked. And then the next wave was seconds. Like they did the 125s. I didn't do a whole lot of those, but we would do seconds. And then 
then we would consolidate. The rates started kind of coming down, consolidate the first and second into a new first. So it was like, you just do these. It's, it's like, like the book was written before. Yeah. And so this, you know, now it's like, do a bunch of seconds, not because you love those commissions. They're lower, right? right. And you're doing the same amount of work. Yeah. But because you're going to have that client for life and then you're going to do another loan for them and they're going to be so thankful. In 12 months, 18 months. And you're months. basically investing in your future. Yep. And you got to be nimble and, you know, find new products. Yeah. And you know. So going back to it now, there's, this, is, this isn't bad. This is great. That yeah. we're, if you were here still, you made it. You made it. Yeah, we're almost to the other side of the lake. I mean, that's the truth. If you, yeah. You've made it. There might be quarter one. Quarter two will be a little hazy depending on how good you work at your business. Yep. Right. See how, how much but, the Fed raises or, or doesn't, you know. I mean, you saw that article on Yahoo News. They were like, yeah, Fed won't ever cut rates this year. I don't even know. It was I so doom and gloom. 100% they will. Yeah. They're going to have to. 100% they will. Especially I mean, we, then going into an election year, they're going to do it. But, correct. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be good. And I grab think, my right, crystal balls. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, we'll be, we'd be billionaires <laughs> if we knew, right? Yeah. But, I mean, the history, history does repeat itself. And this is cyclical. The United States economy has always been cyclical. Yep. It's written in the walls, man. Yeah. Um, I I really think by the end of the year we'll be selling four nine nine conventional Fannie Freddie non QM will be somewhere in the six nine nine seven and a half range. Yep, let's let's hope. You know what I mean? Yeah. And at that at that point, you have people who well, have, you know, non QM is only usually about a point and a quarter higher than so Fannie. So, so we'll be let's hope we get six. back to that, right? Like yeah. like four nine nine and you know six and a quarter or something. Yeah, like yeah, so six. Yeah, but I mean at that point. That's a healthy market. I think the two nine nine was actually not healthy anymore. No, I mean that that was free money. That that yeah. that creates these bubbles and stuff. I mean, if you're if you're in the five fours and fives and six, like if yep. you're like a historical average, you're that's, solid. That's, yeah, solid. So no, nah, I think it's been great. And I think if you work your ass off, you're gonna make some money this year. So you optimistic about twenty three? Very optimistic. You gonna make more money this year than last? One hundred percent, if not double. Love that. Yeah. Dude. So if you're not in that mindset, guys, listening, like, come on. Get with the program. This yeah. is, uh, hopefully you got something out of this podcast. Please like, share, subscribe. Please uh, support us in just by commenting, reaching out here, you know, yeah. and, and and just just listening to more of these, sharing them with your friends. You know, we're here for you guys and uh, we're here to help, you know, you, you grow your business. And John, uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, appreciate Seriously. you coming on. This is cool. Yeah, absolutely. All right, see you guys next time. Sweet. The Million Dollar Mortgage Experience Podcast.